Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. I'm on a switch. Full Service Radio. So you did what now? So I, um, I got here early, which I never do, right? No, you don't. And then... Shut on. The people don't need to know that. I, from, from, <laughs> I mean, I, I arrive nearly everywhere on African time. All right. You say that every week, bro. Every, every, week, every week. Except for today, I was on white people time. Oh, so that's, that's wrong. Anyway. That's self-hate. But anyway, go ahead, man. <laughs> it, it, is, it is what it is. Okay. So, so I got here early. I'm preparing our guests, talking to Alexia, mm-hmm. and... and I'm like, yo, Matt's here. Let me go talk to him right quick. <laughs> so I walk right out of the studio, and as I'm approaching what I think to be Matt, I look down at his shoes. I'm like, yo, this isn't Matt. Abort, abort. <laughs> what were the shoes? That's, that was yeah, the what shoes. kind of shoes he had on? Uh, I, I don't you know. know. Tom, okay. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom don't common, know what they are. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a combination between like a, a, a Eastland or Sebago, like a, See, like the, uh, what shit. are they called? I don't even know what you're talking about. Get it out, Tom, Tom. Get it out. Boat shoes, oh. but the ones that go all the way up, oh, the no. ones we wore in grade school. Well, shout out my man, maybe he rocking them. What? Tell me, like, but, but it was like, like com- booties, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah booties. like bean boots. <laughs> You talking about like the, like the rain boots type joint, like the boat. Yeah, the boat, the boat one that goes oh. all the way up. I don't even know the proper name for it. Wallabies? No. Oh, Wallabies, Wallabies are its own thing. But that's that's like I can't describe the shoe. That's what good. made me abort the mission. Yeah, I don't know what it is about like twenty twenty. Like, yeah, it's a lot of dark skinned dudes with beards out here. I don't know. Right, you know, dark skinned bearded bald. Yeah, that's why like... I'm growing out my hair again, bro. I can't, <laughs> I gotta, I can't, Yo, do you got? I got, you got a hairline. I got a hairline right now, bro. I'm not what? taking a hat off though. You Have you seen Matt with hair? Uh, a few times, a few times. I don't know, like I don't know. I've seen it, like I seen a little, like it's a little scratch. Yeah, every time, every, no every once in a while, I tell my barber, you So, funny, funny thing is, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm, I, I've, everybody knows I'm bald. You can't really see that in the podcast, but okay, no, everybody okay. knows I'm you bald. You can hear it though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sheen. Everybody knows on. I'm bald, right? Right, right, and right. The, the, the moments right. before <laughs> I lost my hairline, right? Right. I would explain that my barber was doing God's work. Mm-hmm. Because I had a LeBron esque hairline, and he was self hate again, man. He was, he, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's self deprecation. Okay, okay, okay. So my shit in the middle, like my shit, like my shit's not fading. But then, like every woman whose opinion I valued has always said, keep it bald. So I usually go with women on that. So yeah, I mean that's the that's yo. How you feel about the we have we do have a woman. Like they say I look better bald. I don't Rebecca, know. Yeah, I, so I just take their word for it. Mm-hmm. How you feel about baldies over here? You know something? I, I kind of grew into it. I kind of mm. like it. Kinda we like all it. did. But you didn't, you didn't like it when you were Some young. Some of us didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I'm yeah, mine wasn't my choice. Nature helped me do this. Very loud right now. Nature helped me arrive at this conclusion. I got a DM today. Somebody was, um, was uh, thanking me for my hairline. Really? Oh. Yeah, for my edges. They were like, that is got, a unique compliment. You got great edges. You know, I, I just wanted to flex it. I just never want to get to the Kobe status, bro. Like Kobe with the eight towards like... You know, when the hairline is, it's a back. strong hairline. It's just, it's just, you got a lot of forehead. It's a much further back, bro. I always do the forehead. I always I do the four finger test on my shit. Just make sure my shit tight. You know? I, cu- I couldn't, I couldn't let that fly. Like, I couldn't deal with it, keep going back. So I'm just like, yeah. yo, it's gone. 
I'm just I'm you ever going to do the horseshoe like the 20 years from now? Like, no, you're going to have a cul de sac with the one little patch in the middle. Get the flex <laughs> and, and, and then sometimes it may misalign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Some, yeah. It's like Stephen A's joint is actually misaligned, but people don't pay attention. Yeah, because it's, it's still far back. He's see, look, you had to think, so it really is. Because you don't see it. Anyway, anyway. What are we up to, But anyway, man, welcome to the Over Shoulder Podcast. This is your chance to eavesdrop on four creatives. As we discuss the sources, happenings, inspirations from the creative industry, from film to production to music to culture, join us each week as we push the envelope on the possibilities of the creative industries. Our hosts for this week are, of course, your boy, your main man, 20 Grand, BMO Brown. What's up, baby? 2020 BMO oh, Brown. I'm voting for BMO in 2020, oh, whatever 2020 it is. Oh, 2020 BMO, baby. Fuck it, we're going to shake some shit. Yeah, up, 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 up the, up part the of my 10 language. grand to 20 grand. It's 10, oh, because I'm getting money. Hey. <laughs> you hear me? Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Thomas the Great, aka the, the facilitator. facilitator. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Heisman, yo. No, that was the pass off. That's the assist. That's the no look. That's the no look. That's the no look. That's the no look, bro. Top ten in assists. Not my apologies, 10. bro. Hey, yo, it's the kid, Backpack Matt, aka Mr. Backpack. SBO stuff. A lot of, a lot, a lot of stuff going on right now, but uh, we'll, we'll maintain quietness on that. Yeah. And time, time, please introduce our guest host for the week. We have. Rebecca Unoya. Unoya. Say what's up to the people. Rebecca. I had I had to I had to practice that on the way here. Say it again. I was just gonna wait till you said it. I already peeped. There you go. Oh, as always, we're coming to you live from the lobby of the Lion Hotel right here on Full Surface Drop Radio. Alexia never fails. <laughs> With our producer extraordinaire, Miss yeah, Alexia. Hey, girl. I just I reached hey. into a like a mix. Autobots assemble. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was you got me with that. That was one. something new. I thought we like crashed for a second. The matrix is broken. Speaking of, uh, yeah. what's the last? Anoya. 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 Speaking of which, it's time for the word of the day of the day of the day. Why are Word you screaming? Word of the day is brought to you by, <laughs> 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 by dictionaryapp.com. This is our chance to hopefully expand our vocabulary. It don't really work, though. This one's pretty easy, you guys. Uh, today's word of the day is caprice. Caprice. Oh, like the car? Ooh. Caprice. Caprice. I'll give you the actual definition before we go to the car. A sudden, unpredictable change as of one's mind or the weather. Use it as a noun. So... Guess, uh, Walked right into nobody. Uh, I'll, I'll start it off since uh, I kind of read the shit in advance. So anyway, right, flipping from needing to go out every night to enjoying being in the crib, stacking money has been quite the caprice. Mm. Also, shout out to Tum Tum, Caprice Classic. Caprice Classic. classic. If you know, you know. Tum Tum Tom Tom. Yeah, what you know about Caprices, bro? I don't usually, know too we much. use Caprice in a sentence. Once mm. we, uh, I don't know, uh, know too much. I just know that's a classic car from the nineties. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tipping on four foes. Tipping on four foes. foes. I saw a tweet said that's the national anthem. I agree with it. Uh, <laughs> would it be uh, still tipping or would it be international players anthem? I don't know, man. Because people to know three stacks first. How many niggas know 
Slim Thug. Sweet Jones. That's yeah. not even Slim Thug, dog. That's that's Pimp C and Bum B, man. You just hurt my heart. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking oh, you talking about Tim? Nobody. Nobody. Creeping, look who crawling, look who balling in the mix, something like that. I don't think people could even like recite anyway, the full words anyway. to the to the chorus. Anyway, anyway to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. So Caprice. Yeah, Caprice that's is still the word up for debate at this moment. Ten yeah. years, ten, fifteen years later. Man, I had an interesting question. Oh. My so, man's is getting married, bro. Okay. Who's getting My married? My man's is getting, y'all don't know his name is Drew. He's getting married. He's officially a fiance or a fiancer, whatever you want to say, right? <laughs> Applause so, for that, man. Yeah, so, bro, man, he is committed, bro. That's a beautiful time. I'm, that is beautiful. I, we beautiful went out time. for drinks one night, right? And this nigga was like, oh, I'm going to ask this girl, you know, to get married. I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yes. Like, right at this moment? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No. I, shut up, Tom Tom. No, no, no. <laughs> well, shout out to you for being, shout out to you for being one of them friends that, a nigga has to go grab a drink with before you. Yeah. yeah, I was I was on the approval make a committee. Decision like that. I'm the best man, though. That's why I was. Oh, you're the best man. I'm the best oh, man. Bro. Have y'all been a groomsman or a, a I've been groomsman? I've been a groomsman in the past uh, six been a, uh, months. You have? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Ryan. Ryan's been on the show. Free Alexander. I was at his True. wedding. Beautiful oh. wedding. Shout out Milana. Friends of the show. Yeah. yeah what was that experience like? Oh, that was man. dope, man. Um, I was coming from work travel, so it wasn't like um, I was there for a very long time. I, I flew in. Or drove in maybe two days prior or a right. day and a half. Um, but just the fellowship mm. over those two or three days, not just with Ryan, but also all of his other groomsmen. I think his brother was his best man, but we had all kind of grew up together through Ryan. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Nice. By him as proxy. So for us to all be there after so many cookouts and parties and sleepovers, and you know, seeing him finish this thing out or, or start this new journey was kind of crazy. And so the, the night before, you know, uh, drinking, right, trying to get into you know whatever. Right, right, right. We were in Roanoke, so it wasn't much popping. Oh, up. Roanoke, it's yeah, real popping. Strip there, club man. was. Yeah. Uh, it's not gonna happen. White did water rafting. Right. Should take that shit to Wild Wonderful West Virginia. I'm like, <laughs> yo, my bachelor party gonna be crazy, bro. I don't even want no strip clubs, no none of that. I just you know, I, I, we I gonna might be go over the strippers and we, shit. Dog, we doing log cabin for like three days, three four days. I'm talking. We going white water raft. We are going fish. Drugs. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> my bad, dog. No, How bad. you think we gonna do all these activities, nigga? Second hand, I'm really. I might, I might have to uh, uh, forego the white water rafting part. You just gonna do the drugs? Uh, you go, you, all right, time, no, time. No, no, no. You gotta I, balance I, it I out. Can, time, I can time. neither confirm nor deny that. Okay, cool, cool. But, cool. but we have pictures to the top with you on Saturday. So we do have pictures. I'll take it down. I'll take it down. Due to the fact that your boy can't swim, I ain't gonna partake in that. Oh, we're, not, we're not jumping, we're that, not jumping into that stereotype. Yeah, have you been a bridesmaid before? <laughs> What's that experience African, like though, on the ladies' side? Come <laughs> yes. Shout out to New York. Whenever I hear New York, that always just uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Asked if she's been a bridesmaid before. What's I that apologize. experience like it on the ladies' side? I think it was a lot like you know your experience. Yeah. I didn't know most of the women that were going to be standing beside my friend, but yeah. like you're all there for the same reason to support somebody like. You know, and a beautiful moment. Yeah. Beautiful moment. Did y'all, did y'all, did y'all get the wet face? <laughs> the who? Did y'all get the wet face? Did you cry? That's what I'm asking. Did oh, you cry? Oh, that wet face. I cried. I cried. Kind of wet face. I never understood I, that. I, I never know. understood crying at a wedding until like I was right there and I was mm. like, "Yo, this is emotional. Like, mm. I'm so happy. I'm crying wow. for you." That I, you know. Did you cry? No, I got emotional, but I didn't cry. But. Um, I'm, I'm a little so nervous. Definitely got emotional, bro, for sure. I'm a little nervous. Once I saw, once I saw him get emotional, you that, was that's 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 like as soon as she was coming down, because she didn't just come down the aisle, she came down steps. Yeah. I really hope my girl oh. cries. 
I'm almost certain I'm, I'm going to cry. I, I, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm probably going to cry. I might cry for the wrong reasons, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not, I, can't, no, I can't play the game no more. Damn. Knowing BMO, I, I, I can say this is probably going to be true. Yeah, I probably will. Well, you know, whatever. Y'all mind if we go too deep for a little go second, in, man? Play, go on in. Um, I'm not going to read the intro because I'm actually quite over the intro. I think it's over overwritten. But anyway, this is my opportunity uh, just to present a couple of topics to the podcast to go deep on, maybe ask questions from the panel, see what we got going on. I actually wanted to, to wait and save this specific topic for Matt to come back because I think it would be very demonstrative, demonstrative. Of, uh, of our experiences with the subject. So a uh, couple weeks ago, I don't know if y'all saw the, the stories on the Twitter and in the, in the pop culture stuff, Bootsy was getting hella flack because he had bought a Kappa Alpha Psi shirt. Right, ah, this one. Right, and so uh, for those of you who don't know, Kappa Alpha Psi, Kappa Alpha Psi is one of the Divine Nine organizations. Uh, those are fraternities and sororities that exist. Uh, majority of Black membership uh, traditionally from HBCUs, except for Indiana, I think, which is Kappa. But anyway, uh, Alpha, so it's Cornell, Cornell. My bad, brother. Here we go. So, um, uh, you gotta get it right. Universe. My bad, my bad. No, I'm, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is why I exactly want to have the conversation. So, Boosie got into a lot of flack because he bought a Kappa Alpha Psi shirt and he worked at towards like a Lakers game or a yeah, Hawks game or something like that. Game, yeah. uh, and so, the Kappas naturally responded and said, Hey, bro, you can't be wearing our uh, paraphernalia because you're not part of the. You're not part of the fraternity, right? Right, you not can't part do of the that, right? And so Boosie responds, which, which was I thought was hilarious, but yet appropriate. He was like, "Well, if that's the case, and y'all got to teach me how to shimmy, because y'all be doing that shit to my song, right? Y'all be doing that Facts. to wipe me down, so you got to teach me how to shimmy." I then felt, I felt that coming from my way, <clears throat> right? And so it reminded me of a time when I was in college at Howard. There was this big, I'll say, like a like a mini war between the Divine Nine. Greek organizations, that's your Kappas, that's your AKAs, yada, yada, yada. Your traditionally white organizations, that's like your Alpha Phi, Omegas, and your Kappa Kappa Psi. Kappa Sigs, Sigma News, all those people. Kappa Kappa Kappa. Kappa Kappa Kappa. All these people that exist. All Greek letters. Right. These are (laughs) traditional white organizations that exist on black campuses, right? And then at the time, which caused the big kerfluffle, there was a a group of students on Howard's campus that weren't affiliated with any organizations, yet they were still stepping, they were still strolling, they had their own hand signs, they had their own calls. They were acting as if they were a Divine Nine organization. Hmm. So the campus's response was to call like these big unity meetings. We had to go to these six workshops in which it was all three parties in the situation. Tom, hmm. Tom, I don't know your experience with fraternities and um, sororities, black fraternities and sororities, but I am in a traditionally white uh, fraternity called Kappa Kappa Psi Music Organization. Matt is an alpha, right? What's the original? Yeah, um, I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. I'm an alpha. I also have experience, I think during my freshman year of college, I did join a white community, public. It wasn't a white fraternity, but it was a traditional white fraternity, but it was geared towards public and community service called Alpha Phi Omega. So I've experienced the both ends of the spectrum in terms of uh, intake and all of that stuff and right. et cetera. Right. I am also Greek. Oh, yeah? Whoa. Yeah. You Kappa Kappa Kappa? The KKK? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well played, um, Alexa. Well so, played. so, uh, rep your set, Alexa. So, okay. So, as a member of a traditionally white fraternity on a black campus, our chapter of our fraternity did adopt some of the traditional black practices of 
black fraternity. Stepping, strolling, strolling. calls. Strolling is at a party when you see them all kind of line dancing or dancing in a line. Right. Stepping is, of course, is your... Nobody yeah. can see what I'm doing, but just stomping and you're clapping. You tried, though. You tried. I did, I did, I did, right? So we adopted some of those things. And in these classes, we talked about why we use these things and how we attributed those more to black culture than to, to Greek culture. So fast forward, Boosie wears a Kappa shirt. Kappa say he can't wear it. So my question is, and I definitely want to have Matt in the room, um, seeing that black fraternities and sororities are, to me, in the top 10 coolest things that black culture can produce. Why is it inappropriate to try to uh, wear or assimilate or use some of the cultural practices from these divine nines and just regular black culture? Well, I'll start and say like Alpha Phi Alpha was founded, you know, December 4th, 1906. So, Mm -hmm. um, and we are the first kind of, uh, well, we are the first fraternity, but you know, others claim that they started their initiatives a little bit before us. But in terms of being an incorporated fraternity, Alpha is the first. Mm -hmm. You talk about Martin Luther King, Thurgood Marshall. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, We can go on for days. I I can keep talking. But um, so when you talk about black culture versus Greek culture, this is over 100 years of black Greeks being within black culture. So I would say it's almost synonymous. Now, there is doesn't doesn't mean that. you know, just we're Greek, so therefore we're part of black culture, but doesn't mean that all of black culture gets to um, partake in everything when it comes to Greekdom. Okay. Um, so I'll say this. Each organization, whether you're a black fraternity, a Latino uh, fraternity, Latina sorority, whatever, like you pay your dues to get in. You mm-hmm. put in an excess amount of work, you know, exams, the likes, whatever your process is. You've put in work to earn that designation. Mm. So there are certain rules and bylaws that that organization might have in regards to the branding around it. Like I can wear alpha stuff because I'm an alpha, but right. you know, I'm, I, I shouldn't be wearing that at a bar where I'm drinking, you know what I'm saying there? So there's even regulations on when and where I should wear things. Mm, fair, How fair. many pieces of alpha stuff should I have on at a time? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, not to draw this out, but yeah, I understand both sides. I understand like, um, you know, it was available in a store yeah. for general purpose, purchase. It was purchased. Boosie didn't know. He's it from good Louisiana. With the fit. I don't yeah, understand yeah. how it, you know, but he said it looked good with the fit. But at the same time, you look at uh, black reculture, and I was in college from 08 to 2012, so Wipe Me Down was like the, one of the hottest songs standard. out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was just like a standard. Mm-hmm. So all the fraternities and stuff rep to that. So, yeah, I think both feed each other. Um, but, you know, just like... The Bloods and Crips, and you, you, they always want to compare us to gangs, but it's like, but y'all respect some of the things that they do. <clears throat> right. Or right, you, right. You, you told that line, finally, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you understand that there might be repercussions to that. Mm. So, mm. now with the, when you talk about black organizations like uh, Cap Alpha Psi, Alpha Phi Alpha, you know, what this is all about, like, I don't think we should take that approach. Uh, we should be aimed towards our people, community service, transcending as right, a unit. Right. Right, right. So, you know, I, I lean more towards some of the Kappas who responded with love. And, you know, let's take this as an opportunity to educate him and mm-hmm. also spread the message. Like some of that hater shit, uh, I hate that that gets the press. So that's what the narrative is. But that's just how we are. So, right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Just, would you got any comments, Tom Tom? No. No. Alexia, you got some comments back there? I know you, you said you were Greek. Yeah. But Matt basically said it all. Like. It's cool that people look at the culture and want to appreciate it, and we get mad because people don't know how, but we don't teach people how. 
So, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. But see, I, <clears throat> I want to wear some cap shit. Yeah, you know I mean, I want to be a cap but, on Tuesday and Omega on Wednesday. You didn't earn it. You didn't earn it. But I want to be both, though, man. You know what I'm saying? You you know above all people, a cap nigga and a cute nigga, two totally different niggas. Yeah, one of my best. I have very close friends from all all fraternities and sororities now, I can say. So, yeah. I mean, we all, you know, there's definitely things that we generally have in common. I wouldn't say that each individual Greek person uh, applies to their organization stereotype 100%, but yeah. Yeah, you can definitely group us and tell the difference. No, no, man. Yeah, you know I mean, this but, should be uh, a day. A day should come when all the organizations, after y'all turn 200, y'all should be like, you know what? Anybody can buy this shit. You know what I'm saying? We know the rituals. We know the handshakes. We know the well. The bigger issue the come, is that size. not to stay on this for too long. The bigger <laughs> issue, is, honestly, is that membership. I don't think is the same anymore in terms of the rates and at which people are joining these organizations, historic organizations. Yeah. Like so much benefit to it, and you know maybe I don't know some changes need to happen. Like this could be a good thing to shed more light on it. Besides yeah. the typical shit that we see on the timeline. True that we just know as black culture because we see it all the time and yeah, not right. the other things that these organizations are doing because yeah. we might laugh at it and think it's, it's interesting on social media when Boosie is involved. But other than that, you know, some of these organizations are going through hard times, just like a lot of these HBCUs. So, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. They are. That's a word. That's you have, you have any comments on the, no, mm-hmm. you good? I you think good? that was, y'all, y'all, y'all kept that one pretty yeah. nice and tight. I had one more thing I wanted to bring up. Go for it. I don't know if this was in the bag already, but y'all see the Grammys might... Well, we knew the Grammys was cheating, but did y'all see that there might be possible proof for Grammy scandal? Yeah, I'm going to need for you to expound on this one. <clears throat> I saw it briefly on the, time, briefly on the timeline, but... Uh, so it's been happening kind of like... It's been happening kind of <laughs> behind the scenes. Right. It's Matt. <laughs> it's not him. Okay. Uh, see, see, I couldn't yeah. describe him. I right. couldn't describe. It's been happening briefly behind the scenes. I could. Yeah, I get it. I, get I shouldn't it. have pointed yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. You got me distracted. Back of the head with the beanie rolled up. Yeah, yeah. man. It's definitely him. Bald with the yeah. beard. Abort. Abort. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was I yeah. talking about? What was Jet Li the one? No, like the nigga just went to different universes. That's right. I think it's coming for you right now, bro. Hey, stay strapped, man. Stay strapped. You don't know what that dude up to. The Grammys. the Grammys. All right, so uh, it's been kind of happening low-key, uh, kind of behind the scenes a little bit. But I think a couple of days ago, and I could be wrong, a couple of days ago, they asked the Grammy CEO to step down because of some um, uh, out-of-character behavior that shed negative light on the Grammys, right? That was two days ago. So today, uh, this morning, the former CEO of the Grammys launched a lawsuit against the Grammys she claiming... She fly, too. Oh, yeah, she did. She claimed uh, sexual assault, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called when you got a bad work environment, a toxic work environment? Toxic, yeah, there you go. Right, right. And the kicker, with receipts, she provided evidence that the Grammys had actually rigged voting systems, specifically when it came to Lemonade versus Adele's 25. Hmm. Now, we kind of had the oh, conversation yeah, before know. the show... We kind of had a conversation before the show, like, yeah, we knew, but now we know. You feel me? Anybody got any thoughts on uh, does the does the 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 does the Grammys cheating uh, bring? I don't know, man. What am I trying to ask right now? It brings light to the conspiracies we thought back in the day. I mean, that's how I look at it. Is there a way for the Grammys to tr- uh, to transition that energy into something positive for their brand? I, I don't know. That that's some spin artist shit that I'm, I'm not. I can't even wrap my head around right now. I mean, I know the Grammy. Uh, 
I forget, I don't know, Grammy the Committee. formal, yeah, the Grammy Committee, they have the like Academy. the, uh, the yeah. Grammy Academy, yeah, yeah. and a bunch of young artists go through that, and they get to go to the Grammys. Right, right, right. So I don't want to disrespect that program, but, um, you know, kind of like when we were talking about Kaepernick and the NFL, and the NFL started their organization, right. you're always going to uh, meet when people are being responsive, if they ever are responsive in a way that mm-hmm. is you know, more more favorable to what's actually the best stuff out here. Yeah. Um, for one, I just don't see that happening. And two, I see that they're just kind of come up with some more bullshit programs and initiatives to do that. But when you look at the fine line and the winners, like you might have one sacrificial year, but I think we should just, we should have been through the Grammys away. I threw it away years ago. I it's time to let it go. I mean, just right? throw all the awards away. I don't really watch none of them. Well, that's all I had to go deep on, man. If you didn't find it, uh, rewind and look for it again. What's in the bag? So, though? you know what? I think, you know, last time I was here, because I missed last week, yeah. I feel like doing in the bag closer to the end gave so us more move. room you're right, to you're have right. the, the interviews. So, okay, okay. I think we should start off with the interviews. But I thought it'd be dope if we balanced out some of the energy in the room, since energy, I'm sure, is going to be a big topic. So, since we had three brothers on the mic, yeah, yeah. we I got three women on the mic, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm introducing to the forum. This is Psych Baby Lex, I assume. Lex Psych is baby, your name, Psych you Baby. Psych Baby. What's up? Uh, true, true, also true. Also an artist. So, um, and we've just been talking to, we met through Dante, who's a friend of the show. Nice. So I figured, calls and uh, effects, calls and effects. You know, th- yeah, this yeah, interview yeah. could yeah. branch yeah. off into different topics <laughs> and, and yeah, her yeah. opinion could be valued as well. So, yeah. Bet. Beautiful. I'm with it. So we got Tom, Tom, Rebecca, our guest, man. We got Rebecca Unoya mm-hmm. and Psych Baby Lex. Um, so, interesting story. I actually met Rebecca on an Uber ride like literally two months ago. Mm. And we've been following each other. I pay attention to what she does. And I was like, yo, she deserves a platform. So, so yeah, (laughs) I I literally hit her up a couple weeks ago and was like, yo, let's do this. Um, Psych Baby, uh, AKA Lex, um, we have, she's been coming to a lot of the events that me and my friends have been throwing. She's been, uh, our own version of a safe space for yeah. me and the homies. I met her with a Chris Pirate sweat on, sweatshirt yeah. on. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I told you my man's was on. This is the giant. So we, are, we all family. So, like. Um, <laughs> I used to work here, too. I used to be like, I wonder if you see yeah, me doing this. Yeah. You used to work here? Yeah, before I met y'all. And I was like, man, I wish I could be in there doing this. And now it's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to be like at the, uh, Brothers and Sisters looking in the studio, like, man, I wish I could meet these guys. Like, I wonder what they're doing in here. And then yep. I met y'all like a month later, and I'm like, oh. What's up? We're doing <laughs> cool <laughs> shit. Sells <laughs> itself. And now, and now we're all family. Um, I mean, she's been very supportive to me and, and me and the homies. We've uh, chilled at her spot on the roof. Like she, her, her, her spot has an amazing rooftop. I'm not gonna name it because I don't really want to put that <laughs> no type of information. No stalkers out here. Yeah. 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 Drop your yeah. address. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Can't can't do that. Want to keep the lady safe. Um, yeah. I'm trying facts. to. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get uh, deeper facts. into the art scene though. I'm like working on a couple new projects. Um, I'm going to be doing the interior provost up in Rhode Island, Brentwood. So I'm going to be like doing their bathroom, putting up some um, stuff on their walls and everything. I'm going to try and get more industrial with it. And we're doing a show, me and Lydia. Oh, hey, Lil's. Hey, friend of the show. Spacey Lounge. Next month, we were talking on collaborating, trying to sell some pieces. So we'll let you know when that event comes up. Nice, nice, nice. So our friend here, Rebecca, hails all the way from Boston. Yeah. Oh. Yes, sir. So, Shout out to Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> ranked number one state 
in America with the highest level of education. Like, I think they just number one across oh, the Oh, so they the shit. So they the shit. Mass so we, Isn't that where MIT is? That's I like mean, a cheat code. MIT, Harvard, Boston. I heard Boston Harvard. was like the most racist city in Wellesley. America. Also, yeah, also. Oh, also. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. When we rank number one, we rank number one. <laughs> You're true. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. So that's and school that's and racism. <laughs> yeah, I heard some horror stories about Boston. Yeah. yeah. I, I no, but I think really you, you just got to know who to... To rock with. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it happens, but also right, like when you, like I tell everybody, like just come, like let me know you're coming, and like I'll show you around, like I'll you know introduce you to who you need to know, and the right spaces, the right energy, it's all like it's Boston's a great place right now creatively too. So, so. food wise, the touristy thing is clam chowder, I presume, but like what is the fire food? Outside of that clam chowder. Because I've always like heard jokes and joked myself about y'all not using salt, but I want you to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) You drop the the tea in the water for the tea party. I don't know what you do with the salt. But but what for you, what is the fire from Boston? The fresh seafood, I'm telling you. Like Okay, okay. You know, lobster. Yeah. But yeah. Talk that. Okay, we'll talk. I'm not I understand you don't like clam chowder. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not really a soup guy. That's not really my thing. <laughs> I really a soup guy. Gross. <laughs> Clam chowder. And, I don't know. You got you got to convince me on Boston, man. When I think of Boston, I think of is it like really American? That's what I think of. Like I think it's this Patriots, 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 Red Sox, I feel like baseball. Like, I feel like Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Patriotism when I think when I think of Boston. I think Mark Wahlberg. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of history in Boston. Marky Mark. You know, you can definitely go to Boston and get your like fill of, you know, Boston Tea Party and wow. all that stuff. But you know, there's also the cool things shit. are changed. There's a lot of cool shit going yeah. on. There's a lot of cool shit. So So what brings you what brings you to DC? Yeah, I was about Interesting to ask story. That. Yeah. Well, I've read that one. <laughs> Tell me the story. Um I moved down here for grad school. I was gonna go to. I was, I was attending GW right. for my master's uh, last semester, but then I passed. Him. Respectfully withdrew okay. after last semester, um, okay. just because I, I really wanted to lean into you know my creative voice, and I really felt like you know I would go home and everyone's like, "Oh, how's DC? You know, it's so dope out there." I'm like, "Really? Like I, I, I was always know. in school. I was always mm. like, I just couldn't you know get out and like be in a mm. scene and stuff like that." So when I like you know decided to really lean into like my creative voice and like my art and all that especially down here because it was easy you know I have a home base mad like mad people back home support like shout out to them love them but you know being here um I didn't have all that you gotta start that network from scratch (laughs) she's she's around the right brothers ain't she I came up here and I was like here on an internship I was like in the government in the senate and stuff like that and I was like I'm not even living my life right now this is miserable I'm only I came here like at 21 I'm like this is not it right now I want to get my creative aspect this is the city to do it this is the city to do it like this is where you get the right connections so and that's, and that's why I brought her, brought her around the crew so I can share the resources. Smart. Yeah. So where have Not you that. found like success in you know coming into a space or an event that really just kind of gave you hope when you first moved out here? Like, oh okay, you know, there's some really dope stuff going on out here, and I, I can keep digging. So like I haven't like then that's real like I this really blank haven't. canvas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I went home after break, leaned into some stuff back home, um, and then. I was like, oh, do I really want to go back to D.C.? Like, I have this lease on this apartment. Like, why don't I just go back and, like, try really leaning in? Like, let right. me, like, meet as many people. Let me go to, like, as many, you know, different events that are going on. Like, whether it's museum, whether it's y'all stuff. Like, let me just lean in. Let me see what's going on. Because 
I haven't. And I feel like, you know, like we were saying earlier, birds of a feather, like, I met you, Uber ride, shout out, thank you. <laughs> right. We're talking about <laughs> the stars, arts the whole time. Stars. And yeah, we were talking about five the stars. arts the whole time. So, you know, now it's just like, now it's that time, and I'm like, like so excited to lean in and like, just dive all the way in, because... And all, especially, like, I have a lot of DJ friends in Boston, and, like, they like they know certain people down here, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, come visit, and, like, well, I'll just go to, like, whatever events you have going out here. You can stay at my spot this side of the third. So, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's so like, this, I, I'm left, I'm, I'm, like, this, this baby steps right now, I'm leaning in. This presentation, so this presentation was its own, like, purposeful action. Like, I kind of knew the answer to that question is she hasn't really experienced it. So mm. I'm purposely mm-hmm. trying to bring the family. The facilitator. <laughs> thank you thank yep. you he's, I'm purposely trying right now. <laughs> I, I'm purposely trying to bring the right family energy around her to, to, to surround her and, and make her feel comfortable because you know and anything that I do and anything that my friends do we're all really trying to encourage and, and, and yeah. motivate one another so mm-hmm. I feel like she so, can use that energy so fellas and lady where should, where should she go yeah as the as the creative uh, uh, uh. Isn't there something going on on Saturday? Uh, Sunday. 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 Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. gonna go, but you know, y'all. What, said what's the happening was on Sunday? Today. So last Saturday, uh, she's referring to lime. The, the lime carryout being uh, postponed. What? Yes. That was last Saturday. Yeah, y'all. You, 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 oh. don't, don't pretend. <laughs> I like was ready. Done. Like I had a like I had friends from school. I was like, yo, there's this thing going on. Like, you know, come with me. I mean, and, and then and I see on Instagram postponed for weather. Like, what weather? I feel you. I feel you. Is she from Boston? I'm from Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, it's raining. Okay. Having that discussion with somebody from Boston is like they laugh at us. No, but but I do understand it because y'all people like it's DMV, so y'all people come from all over. Whereas Boston's like, oh, you know. Yeah, I mean, like the city shuts down when it gets when when the weather gets cold. Like just being completely honest, so we push it to next uh, Sunday. um, So it'll be the grand finale of the carryout and simultaneously live. So. There'll be a little bit of vintage. There'll be artistry on the walls, and it'll just be a good atmosphere to, to okay. get into. All right, so I'm definitely gonna make sure I'm I'm there for that. Yeah, where should she go? Where should where should she go, man? Uh, I think there's a. Well, are you gonna say something too? Or, <laughs> yeah, I think okay, so. I was right. thinking though. So I'm right, I mean, it's, uh, oh, that, that was a delay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, since we're all like reeling off stuff that we do, so I help put on events and I collaborate with these guys and a bunch of other people. So I know um, uh, another. A designer slash artist out here, uh, our show OGK, who I partner up with. We throw these events called beanies. We have our own custom beanies, merch and stuff that we sell. Good music, uh, THC infused tea, CBD options as well. You know, the works. And so, you know, it's always a, it's a network that. of different vibes and whatnot. I see, I see what and you're doing yeah. there, buddy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. We'll okay. For sure. Yeah. But uh, BMO. I'm thinking, all right, all right, all He's right, still right, in the back. Right, 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 right. <laughs> he put the I'm trying to, I'm trying like, to get you some Ooh. money, right? So I'm trying to make sure mm. that you can pay rent. So I would send you to places that you could uh, eventually either be a resident or a contributing artist. 202 uh, Definitely send you to 202 Creates. They got oh, a residency program. Yep, I'd send her there. I'd send her to... Arts and Humanities. Arts and Humanities. They got a couple grants. Uh, I'm going to give you the stuff before you leave, too, so it's just Appreciate not empty. Uh, they got some grants over to uh, Commission of Arts and Humanities. I would definitely hook up with Chris Pirate because I know. Does he still have the beat as female? Is that still a thing? Uh, not exactly. We're working on that. Okay. But either way, Chris Pirate right now, and I'm not saying that because he gave me a check. I'm saying it because he is he is literally offering some of the greatest uh, genuine and authentic opportunities to visual artists in the city so 
it seems like everybody who's in his solar system mm-hmm. eventually becomes like a star it's or a planet, so. right? Uh, I sent you to Fin Fatale, which is a pop-up shop uh, downtown. They always need more. Center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always need more uh, commission pieces and more. Everybody needs more women. Bro. Yeah, of Everybody course. just needs more women. What is it? Uh, uh, there's a party at the Kennedy Center coming up with three of the biggest uh, DJ entertainment uh, groups in the city. So you have Joy Club, Adoba, as well as Adoba. Right. I didn't know that. It was a broccoli. It's like a broccoli city teaser. Like uh, yeah. So yeah. Oh. A lot of different things. We'll leave the discussion. Don't get me started on broccoli but, city, man. So I, Rebecca, I did a little <laughs> bit of research on you. Um, Thank you for Tom Tom for uh, hitting the, uh, yeah, the message group with the, the resources. YouTube video, our therapy, right? So, a uh, question I wanted to aim at Shout you. Shout out to the Cozy Corner, all the way from down here. Uh, <laughs> Talk a little bit about the Cozy Corner, just to mm-hmm. give people context. Yeah. Cozy Corner, what's up with that? So, Cozy Corner started by my boy called Kobe, um, and his boy, and you know, like we grew up in very different like settings like the, the boys are from Dorchester and Roxbury and I grew up outside of Boston but I was like spending my time in Boston especially growing up so like the art scene and like um streetwear all that like was something that like I was very aware of growing up right and then just because like we had very different like uh experience in life like the boys like they grew up like playing ball so they don't all like the athletes in Boston and, and they like, both were tall yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> And, like, and, um, me being on, like, the visual arts side, the creative side. So, like, we had these two different worlds going on. And Kobe and I met because on Instagram, real organic. Um, and he was, like, you know, talking about, like, what are things you do to, like, maintain your mental health and things like that. And this and the third. And this was before I was going to grad school for art therapy. And I was, like, oh, you know, like, talking, like, just start being transparent with yourself. And I, then I started, like, as I'm giving advice, I'm, like, do I know how to be transparent with myself? Like, do I know what's really going on with myself? And this and the third. So then it just became, like, this real organic conversation about healing and what we've been through and, like, you know, whether it's race or whether it's setbacks, whether it's loss, whether it's trauma, especially in our city. Like, there's a lot of violence and things like that that affect us at a young Same age. Here, bro. Yep. Same here, mm-hmm. That's the best expression is art, bringing yeah. all that out and then explaining it. And it's, like, especially if you're an abstract art. Like, I do a lot of abstract art. People visualize, like, they see a bunch of different things in my paintings and stuff, and they're yeah. like, were you going through something when you did this? Like, were you, like, really happy when you did this? Like, what was going on? And they're just like, yeah, I can sense the energy off the painting. And, like, if you're more, like, I feel like a detailed artist, like, you can depict, a, like, an event or something that happened or, like, a social issue going on. Sure. That speaks even more words because you have the emotions in the painting, and it's yeah. like you are, like, it's very clear of what it's depicting. Absolutely. And then... That's a beautiful segue yeah. into the art therapy the aspect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, just to so, chime in, I just quickly like I looked at your art. Both of y'all, I really love the way that you all style your art. Like, uh, question for you because you kind of uh, you know segued it, uh, Lex. There's a lot of emphasis that you put on eyes, mm-hmm. like in the um, and even if they're like scraped off or like painted over. Like, and there's a lot of, even if the eyes are closed, like, expression is intentional. Like, is that, in, is that, in, is that what I'm reading from you? Or, yeah. And how does that relate to, you know, art therapy and energy and, and whatnot? So, for me, it's like, you know, it's so easy to look at the world, but it's so hard to see the world. Hmm. And, um, you know, when I have, like, the eyes closed or the eyes, you know, painted over and things like that it's more about like the emphasis on like what are we feeling like what are we hearing like the environment the ambiance around with like what's going on with the subject um 
And also, I just think, like, eyes are such a vulnerable thing. Like, have you ever tried to, like, hold eye contact with somebody for, like, a long time? Like, it's, it's like, it starts to be, like, a very people, vulnerable... People fall in love with eye contact. Yeah. Just, or they get mad uncomfortable and be like, I don't want to Or that, too. Or I can't rock with you. Like, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. So I think, like, you're actually one of the first people to actually, like, you know, speak on that. So I appreciate you for that. Wow. But um, definitely... Eyes are major. They're like, you know, cliche, but they are the windows to the soul because they are really, you know, when you look at somebody, really letting somebody see you and feel you. And Shout out to the audience we just got. Dot, dot, dot. Speaking of eyes. Only at Full Service Radio <laughs> here at the Lion Hotel. <laughs> right, right. All right, so a question for the group, because I know we got like eight, seven or eight minutes left, but um, I really want to get more in, uh, input from you all. Like, in what ways is art healing? You know, uh, you talk about art therapy. I've never really forayed into art therapy, but I am involved in art and I do go to therapy. So, you know, maybe I get that balance. But so, so one thing, right? So, hey, I I recommend it. So, one thing my therapist, you know, starts off with every week is like, all right, you know, on a scale from one to five, rate yourself. How's your physical doing? How's your mental doing? How's your spiritual doing? Mm. So, in what ways, since we're all pretty artistic here, uh, including you, Alexia, because I want to get your input, is art healing for you? I feel like art just like, I don't know, to me it heals me because it's like no matter what I'm going through and it's like whatever I create, I'm happy with it and it's like, oh my God, like I made this, like it doesn't matter what's going on, it's like I created something so beautiful and it's like anytime I look at it, I'm like, this is so healing. It's like, because even if you're like, let's say you're in distraught or something or you're going through something, it's like I still created something so beautiful in the end of it. Like there's always light in the darkness, you know, no matter mm, what. There it is. And that's what I feel about that. Mm. That's how I feel about that. And it's like especially so I work with this woman. She does like sipping paints for children. They give them juice and paint and stuff. And it's like even with juice. them, it's like <laughs> you see the thing? Yeah, juice. <laughs> Real juice. <laughs> that 100% juice. juicy juice. <laughs> juice. I love it. But no, even with them, like you see the things they create and you're like, these kids are talented. Like, right, and it's right. like, they're expressing themselves. And when you see what they're doing, you can honestly read their emotions. Cause I'm, uh, I do therapy with uh, autistic children and they're the most creative children I've ever worked with. So it's like, whatever they're coming out with, they're thinking in their heads and they're like basically making it into life. And it's just like, they, that's their way of expressing themselves cause they can't express themselves. For sure. Yeah, for so sure, that's yeah. where the therapy comes in with that too, like art therapy. I really use art with a lot of my autistic kids and it like allows them to communicate more and like engage more with me and they feel more comfortable when we do stuff like that. Yeah, mm. so like one of the things that made me want to go into art therapy at the time, because I, I stepped back, like I said, right. um, was that, you know, when I say to people like, oh, art therapy, people are like, oh, what is that? Like, tell me what that is. And the, the, the easiest way for me to like explain it to people was sometimes we don't have the words for what we're experiencing sometimes we don't have the words for what we've experienced because either it happened when we were young or literally there's just that much trauma around it you're like i don't think i don't yeah i don't think about it and our therapy like so many like whether it's a different whether it's you know when you're working with clay you're working with watercolor like some things are more resistant whether it like you know in terms of clay or stone or things things like that or real fluid watercolor you don't have a lot of control with you know, the material, especially when you don't know how to use the material like that, like you're not an artist, that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you, that's okay. So a lot of different things can come up through an art therapy session with that. And that's what I really loved about art therapy, especially too, because I am like an artist, but also connecting with people and like having people, you know, just being supportive and being on somebody's team while they're figuring out life, while they're, 
getting through trauma or they're trying to understand themselves through life or whatever it is like being on somebody's team is major especially when they don't know how to be on their own team mm. and um art does that like like you were saying like you can look at your own art and you can be like yo i did that and i think that's the one of the biggest things about life is like we're all here to try to like we're all here in witness of each other right like i don't know i exist if you don't if you don't see me and I don't know, and like, we don't know we exist. We existed unless we're leaving a mark. And art is that like that really small, subjective way to leave a mark. And then you can tap in, and you can tap in, and you can tap in. And like you were saying, when somebody says, somebody looks at your abstract art, and it's like, what were you going through when you, when, when like you were, you were making this? Were you happy? It's also like, well, what are you bringing to the piece? What do you see? Yeah, what do you see? Because I was, I was angry as shit, and you're yeah. saying you're, you're happy? Like, you see all this beauty and all this yeah. like excitement, and they were like, were you like? Was something like awesome going on when you did this? Like, were you like, were you on something when you did this? Like, why is this so crazy and all over the place? And I'll be like, actually, no, it's the opposite. But if that makes you feel that way, then that's good. Because exactly. art is beautiful at the end of the day. For it sure. needs to like, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, radiate that. Yeah, it's everybody. A, yeah, it's this beautiful yeah. way that we right. all can just connect and like see something and be like, reflect that. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, we have come to the end of our episode. I would like our guests to give out the social medias. Tell us where we can find you. What you got coming on? Rebecca Unoya on Instagram. You know how, how you spell it though? Rebecca R E B E C C A. No, no, no I meant you know E U N O I A. Yeah, O I A. Had a little moment of dyslexia there. Is that all the vowels? It is. That's why nice. I love that. <laughs> well, the, the, word oh, it, shit, yeah. the word itself means well mind and beautiful thinking and it mm. start and it has all the vowels. So I was like, mm. how beautiful is that? What? The foundation of thought is the found in our lives. Yeah. It's our thoughts, right? Yeah. The foundation of our language is built out of these nouns. What? I never caught that I until you did that. I thought about it. <laughs> That's clever. I like that. Yeah. Psych, psych Baby Lex. Psych Baby Lex. P-S-Y-C-H. No, I'm not psychic. I'm a psychologist. That's why we got that. the psych in there. Oh, I see what you did yeah. there. <laughs> and now nice. I got an art page, though. The art page is Illumination Art 333. Illumination Art. You'll understand why when you see the actual paintings because it's very... Love like, that. it's all over the place, but y'all gonna nice. love it. Nice. Love true. As always, y'all can always find us on uh, social media platforms, OTS Pod, OTS.pod. Make sure y'all continue to listen to us on all your, the places that you can find your podcast. Until Apple, next week, Spotify, yeah. anywhere. Anywhere. Simple cast. A track. Are available. Your mama uh, record case. Anyway, uh, until next week, peace. Peace, 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 peace. peace. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>